This is McKinley from The Sinkhole, and you're listening to Out Here Having a Pint. Ten, nine, ignition sequence starts. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Beard nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. My name is Kevin, aka Pup Dog, in the house. And uh, with me today, uh, to my left, is always Kelsey. Woo-hoo! Oh, oh, hold on, Kelsey. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got cheers for you. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody cheers for you here, so I had to do a, a, a fake one. So I had to Just push the button for you. I have not always been on the podcast. If you recall the last two nerd alerts that <laughs> yeah, we've done. Yeah, no kidding. This is true. I did not want to partake. Well, that's what's fun about this podcast, because sometimes we get real nerdy about like beer um, strategies and statistics, but sometimes we just get nerdy about nerd things like Star Wars and video games, and that's why I like the podcast, Kelsey. Speaking of nerds. What? What? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we have a nerd uh, right next to Ke- uh, Kelsey. We have uh, Brandon in the house. What's up, Brandon? Not much. I did, boss. Uh, where you been lately? The past like two podcasts you haven't even been on. Because you asked and invite me. Screw you. What? No way. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I hear you on that. No. Uh, part of the whole fun of having a daughter, a uh, newborn daughter, is kind of you know trying to deal with uh, the balancing of life. So it's been fun, but. Uh, Back out here having a few having a few beers and uh, getting to chat about it. Now, see, you have a child now, so now you have excuses if you really don't want to go somewhere. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's I mean, I think that's a strength. Nah. Like, if somebody invites you out and you're like, "Man, I really don't want to go, but I don't want to be <laughs> rude." Um, Cora's sick. <laughs> so I mean it's a, an advantage to be, to be fair though my lovely daughter and wife are not here today because my little daughter is not doing the greatest today so I still come out though and have a pint for sure uh, Kelsey um, where are we at today we are in the sticks what the sticks <laughs> I almost pushed the button when you said the sticks we are in the middle of BF we're <laughs> in <laughs> Hey, now this is the, uh, we are in a town, but it's, it's, don't even talk about the uh, size because we live in Martinsville, which is a small town yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm Full from North Carolina, so and I don't have yeah. to talk. Mm-hmm. We are in Bloomfield, Indiana at Feet's Store. Woo, Store. Yeah. yeah. We finally made it out here. Kelsey. Finally. You've been talking about this, this brewery. Been, like 10 years I've been trying to plan this. For a long time. Every, <laughs> every time we go to a brewery, you're talking about Feet Store. Listen, I'm in, the Rona extends time, by the way, everybody. Yeah. So. It really has been 10, 10, 10 minutes is like 10 years from right now. Well, the story is, it's like, I'm always in conversation. We're drinking. We're being kind of loud. And then Kelsey, she's on her phone. She's looking at things. She goes, we have to go to the Feet Store. And I keep, in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I don't own a horse. I don't even know what she's talking about right now. You don't have to get cat food at the feed store. Yeah, yeah. But no, you're talking about the brewery. So you, you, I says, make it happen, and you made it happen. Listen, we, I reached out to them before they ever even opened, and I was like, I want you on my podcast. Oh, now it's your podcast. It's mine. All okay. It's ladies and gentlemen. This is Kelsey's podcast. Um, who do we have? Who do you? Who's in the house? So right across from you, we have Steve. Steve in the house. Steve, what do you do here at the feed store? Uh, mostly janitor things. Yeah. 
Nice. Bre- brewing is janitor work, <laughs> yeah. and occasionally you actually brew. Yeah, yeah. I spent most of this morning cleaning. It's the most yeah. underpaid. Making messes and cleaning again. It's the most and underpaid janitorial work you'll ever have. Cleaning and then waiting for a long time. I feel like, cleaning. you know, you got to hurry up and wait. It, feel, it feels like the military. Um, that's what we did. Basically, trying to hurry up and wait, you know, and, and, and sleep when I can. Um, yeah. So who, who do you have with you, Steve, to your left? Right. Yeah, to your left. Rusty. Rusty's in the house. Rusty, what do you do here at the feed store? I help him clean. Ah, Yep, this is true. And you understand why if you listen to this podcast. Well, if you know anything about brewing, you know that is absolutely true. All right, Kelsey. So, um, yeah, um, excited to be out here. Excited to talk about this. Steve, my first question to you, man. What made you start wanting to open up a brewery? I've been home brewing for about six or seven years now. And uh, four years ago when we bought this building, there was a food truck that set up here every week. And I was buying lunch, and he'd had my beer before. And he said, hey, they're selling that building. You should buy it. You can make the beer, and I'll do the barbecue in there, and it'd be great. And I said, Matt, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came As home. As most breweries yeah, start. <laughs> yeah. I came home, started talking to my wife about it, and she said, well, you know, is it that dumb? Maybe this is something Bloomfield could use. And so we ended up buying the place, and, you know, after a comedy of errors over the last few years, finally got it opened up this year, mm-hmm. last year. So how long did that take you in the whole process of, like, uh – an idea and then really getting it started so the auction was in november of 16 and then we didn't close on the building until january of 17 and we gutted the building that year and then late in 17 uh, we where we thought we were going to get our funding from fell through and so we decided to get an sba loan that took an entire year because this used to be a gas station and they had 1800 tons of contaminated soil that they had to remove in order for us to get our loan. Oh, wow. The good news is we did our due diligence before we bought the place, and we didn't have to pay for any of it. Oh, nice. There was a grant to cover nice. it through uh, Department of Environmental Management. But there was a hole 45 feet square and 10 feet deep right out in front. It was You could have put a pool in there. Should have put, could, have, could have been pool store brewing <laughs> then. Swim up bar. <laughs> Swim up bar, I mean, heck yeah. So what made you want to keep the uh, feed store name? The, this place has been owned. The, the building's about 100 years old. And it's been owned by the same family since 1939. And it's been a gas station. It's been a little restaurant. It's been a convenience store. And, but my whole life, it was run by uh, JD. And they sold feed here. They sold bait, guns. And anytime I had to come and get, you know, get a tube of crickets to go fishing, it was, all oh, I got to run down to the feed store and get some bait and some sodas, and we're going to go fishing. And so after we bought the place, we spent a lot of time going back and forth on names. And I just kept going back to, let's just call it the feed store. Nice. Like, that's what I've always known it as. What was the runner-up names? Uh, I don't even remember. There we'd, we have go. To, we'd have to ask Stacy. Oh, man. I just Because <laughs> those, those always get interesting, too. I was like, well, what were we, I don't even remember. The good, news, the good news, if you don't remember, you, you chose the right one for sure. Well, who's, who's Stacy? That's my wife. Your she, wife? Okay, yeah, gotcha. She's, she's, so we own the place. I'm not just the janitor. She runs the place. Yeah. <laughs> she, she keeps me on the straight and narrow, and uh, she's the one that's usually coming up with the good ideas and then I try to try to make them happen. She's 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 right over there, right? Yeah, she's yeah. listening in. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, out I front hearing all these yeah, kind yeah, yeah, words. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't know is she's got a Nerf gun pointed at him right now to make yeah. sure he says nice things. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Rusty, right? Yes. Rusty, wh- did you start uh, right away um, with Steve? Uh, I guess I really stepped in right this past summer before gotcha. they were open, uh, helping finish it up, doing the electrical. And then we started brewing. I've been here almost every brew day and nice. I did my first brew without Rusty in December and it was nerve-wracking mm. and um, and 
He's been here literally since day one. My first homebrew was a one-gallon batch my dad bought me for Christmas one year, and he was already homebrewing. And so my first homebrew was with him, and then we, we brewed a lot together, you know, back in those days. And then I kind of started kicking it up past just doing uh, extract beers and doing all grain and bigger batches and just getting a little more interesting things going. Yeah, my, my question is that... Did you get a lot of, I'm, I'm pretty sure when you homebrewed and everybody tasted your beer, did you get a lot of compliments saying, man, this beer is great before you went? Everybody loves free beer. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah, this is there, is, there, there is confirmation bias here is the problem. Yeah. Free yeah. beer. What's the most tasty beer you ever had? A free beer. Yeah. I mean, because for me, I would love to open a brewery as well, but I don't think I um, have that confidence of my beers even being really close to being good. So, yeah. I've still got imposter syndrome for sure, mm. but getting feedback from people that I don't know that are paying for my beer has been uh, really good. Yep, and we'll get in that. We'll get in that later, um, Kelsey. I'm sorry, I'm taking all your all say. your interview questions. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Ooh, that look. Yeah, I know. Tell Ooh, me if, if, if looks could kill through radio. Well, here's the here's the thing. I always get feedback saying we need more Kelsey on the podcast. We need more Kelsey. Well, here it is, Kelsey. Now it's your chance. I'm going to drink this beer, by the way. Um, which um, we do have. What's this beer right here that we have? Yeah, Let's talk about the first beer. Um, yeah, the cherry wheat. Yeah. Um, was this your like OG lineup, or did uh, this come after? Uh, well, that was, that was probably after. the fifth or sixth beer we brewed. Um, like like Rusty said, he's been here since day one, and I said, Rusty, what do you want to brew? And so he can tell you about it. Yeah, let's do it. Ah, sucker. Uh, <laughs> Sam Adams has a cherry wheat, and for whatever reason, it's a little sweeter, but I like it. And mm. So I was like, let's do that. But let's tone it down the sweetness a little bit. And um, it's a we used a tart and sweet cherry um, concentrate, and we did some dosing to figure out what we wanted to do. I think uh, I still think it's a little too sweet. Mm. A little plus cherry. I want more wheat flavor, but otherwise, I really like it. We're gonna pass it around. So we're passing out the uh, cherry wheat into little small cups. Uh, COVID safe. Yes, yeah, gotta be safe. So, Steve, when you were homebrewing, what was your favorite styles of beer to homebrew? I really enjoyed brewing the like the classic German styles, uh, Dunkelweiss, Pilsner, uh, a lot of those. So uh, once I built a temperature control chamber, that really helped me to do a lot of those styles you know the lagers which can be very difficult or even the saisons which you want to ferment hotter than i can do in my basement uh, but i just really enjoyed trying a lot of different styles and and seeing what i can do with it what what's your favorite beer out of, out of all these beers right now you're uh, brewing what are you most uh your go-to usually i'm drinking the pilsner not pilsner okay we'll, we'll drink that um here in a little bit my kind uh, of person right yeah, no doubt. yeah. have everybody have you guys Brandon, uh, Kelsey, did you guys try the uh, the cherry wheat? Oh, I awesome. definitely drank some of yours before you did. Uh, <laughs> what, do, what do you think about that cherry wheat? I really like it. Yep. Um, it is sweet, but I don't feel like it's it's too sweet. Mm-hmm. The cherry's there, but it doesn't overtake. Great. You know what I mean? It like yep. balances out really well. Brandon, what do you think? Really, really nice job. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of these fruit beers just. You know, to Kelsey's point, they go way over the top on fruit. I like this. I mean, I could see where, why, you know, rest of your scenario. I like it's a little sweet. It is a little sweet, but at the same time, it's better to be a little sweet than way over the top or to have it be like a LaCroix of beers where it's it, cherry set next to the, the cherry sat next to the fermenter while we ran this. No, I like it. It's a great balance. Um, really nice, really easy drinking light beer. 
I mean, definitely warm weather beer for sure. I mean, you can drink it year round, but definitely it's a warm weather beer. I can mow a lawn really easy on that. So yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Um, yeah, I hope this one is available, especially when it gets warmer as well. Because I think yes, um, I like the sweetness on it. I don't think it's uh, too sweet. I just think it's uh, enough sweet that it will attract uh, a lot of folks to say, "Hmm, this is great." You know, this is pretty good. Um, it's got a great balance on it. Uh, you, it's, you you can tell right off the bat it's a wheat beer. You got a little cherry in there, and like you said, Brandon and Kelsey, that the cherry's not overpowering at all, but it's it's right there. And I'm so glad that you can taste it because a lot of I, this is my pet peeve on things. If you have a beer and you're calling it something like cherry something or um, blueberry something, I, I'm, my brain wants to taste you know what you're what you're naming it. So I'm glad that um, that I can definitely uh, pick out that cherry in there for sure. All right, Kelsey, would you have a pint of this? I would, absolutely. All right, Brandon, would you have a pint? Completely, yeah. I would definitely have a pint of this, and I might have a pint. Actually, I might have a pint of this after uh, after the there podcast, for sure. So this is a hit right here. Oh, Steve, you did really well on this, uh, on the uh, on the Cherry Week, guys. Uh, congratulations on this. Um, now, do um, are you guys planning on having this uh, during the uh, all year round? I don't know if we'll do it year-round, but we'll definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. We may end up turning it into like a spring and summer seasonal. Yeah. Nice. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, definitely. And kind of with that conversation, have you guys designed, and this is just a curiosity, have you guys designed a model where you have like cores versus seasonals versus are you kind of working on that still? We're still working on that. We've got a few that we're definitely going to keep year-round, mm-hmm. um, and, and we can get into those for sure. And part of it is, you know, people keep asking for it. Yep. Yep, big time. Man, I do like this because the cherry, like, it, bi- it bites. Not bites, but it just it's right there. It's like, mm, you know, when you t- when you taste that mouthful. Man. The, the biggest thing we wanted to avoid was if you use it too much, you can get that cough syrup yep. flavor. Yeah, exactly, yep. You don't want tussin' beer. No one wants tussin' <laughs> beer. <laughs> or do be- you? Be- be- beer by Dimitab. <laughs> That's when you want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's called scissor. Well, <laughs> yeah. What is this? Well, this is our 18% uh, malt liquor. <laughs> Cherry scissor. Yeah. Cherry scissorpin. Yeah. It's 18% malt liquor. It's for when it's the end of the night, kids. I, I get Good what night. Kevin's saying, though, where it's like people put it on the, okay, okay. some of these beers out here, it's got mango, passion fruit, blue Blueberry, blackberry, boysenberry, mm. trash, hibiscus. Like, what do we got in the cabinet? Peach, just, yeah. pineapple. Okay. All right. I don't All right, King Smoothie. No. Oh. Holy! Shit. I know. I know you're going, Kelsey. I know. I know where you're oh, going with this. Oh, you know who we're talking about. I appreciate about. this beer because it's cherry, and I can taste the cherry, but it's not too much cherry. Yeah, it doesn't have like a lot of things. I know. We're sponsored by 450 North, by the way. Now I'm kidding. <laughs> Holy shit. No, we're not. We're actually not. We're not. Um, but yeah, I had that last night. I had a, another 450 last night, and it just, I thought it was going to, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm tired of it. I think I'm tired of the slushies well, now. Well, it's not just 450 North anymore with those, you know. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the in the beer news, because yeah. there's some other um, breweries that's uh, uh, getting into, which I don't blame them. I mean, it's good, but. Bring some uh, people. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder how long. How long will the slush train run, Right, kids? for sure. Because you had the. Um, you got the shandies that came came around. Uh, then you had the uh, seltzers that came around. But now you got the fruited seltzers. Smooge. Mm. <laughs> that is actually the name. I wish really? I was kidding. What? That is the actual name of the beer. It's called Smooge. From it's where? A, uh, it's a brewery up. In, it's a brewery up in Michigan, and it's embarrassing because it is a heavily fruited seltzer. 
So I, it's one of those things if you want to sit there and go, so most people drink seltzers because they're supposedly low calorie. Now we're going to load it up with a cup of puree per 16 ounces. Let's see how that low calorie tastes, kids. Wow. No, but yeah, the, the smoogies, smoogies, or I don't even know how you technically pronounce it. It just sounds in, inappropriate. No so you're what. telling us that seltzers may explode in a can now. <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I appreciate this kind of brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, so um, are you? You, I, I asked you this before, but not on, not on the uh, podcast. Uh, are you uh, pick up pick up only now? Yeah, we're doing we're doing carry out. We've got our patio open. Mm-hmm. Uh, day like today, it's snowing yeah. and cold, so there's not anybody wanting to hang out on the patio. But Losers. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do have a fire pit, so it's oh a yeah, nice, I saw nice that out there. Yeah, that's where they smoke their beer. Don't let them. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just doing carry out and patio. Um, Till who knows when. Yeah, yeah. I know Googman has the uh, the little heaters out there. Man, I still can't. I don't know. I got mixed feelings. Like if I'm there, yes, but I don't want to like. Uh, for me, going to Googman, I don't want to you know drive all the way out there. I, I don't like. I'm just saying, I don't like the cold. I just don't like the cold at all. He and, just doesn't. Uh, like, yep. He also doesn't like it when it lightly drizzles. He hates that. Yep. It's like hates or if anything other than sunny. Yeah, hey sprinkles for sure. <laughs> My little weirdo. Yeah, no, it just it's irritating. Like little sprinkles of rain is so irritating. I don't know. <laughs> We've got some and hardcore regulars that'll come out and sit under the umbrella yeah. on the picnic table when it's just Hell on. yeah. Yeah. Man, no, yeah, those That's are hardcore. That's how you can tell the beer is good. Heck yeah. I would sit out here. Yeah. Kelsey, we're gonna go to your beer now. So what so I picked the cherry wheat out of the lineup. Kelsey, what did you pick out? I have two. You, uh, oh. She's a champ. Wow. Okay. You're double fisting it. I'm not sharing this with you guys, though, because I already drank most of that. Okay. Which I is what? You got to tell the audience. Nobody can see no, you. No, because we're going to talk about that later. Okay. All right. Awesome. Fair enough. All right. You got it over there. All yeah. right. Brandon's pointing. Fair He's fair. got one. All right. So, if you know me, you know I love my pilsners and lagers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I have to share this with you? Yes. Yes, yes you do. Wanker. <sighs> I'll let you pour it first before I drink out of it. Well, thank you. So tell us about this beer, Steve. <clears throat> this is a classic German Pilsner. I would take a new class because it's. Uh, I think a cherry is going to like blend in there. You pansy ass. I'm just going to get a cherry Pilsner. Hey, we, new new <laughs> brew idea. <laughs> there you go. go. Throw throw some uh, throw a cup of cherry puree in it. There you go. Can it. <laughs> we so we after used fermentation Sugar <laughs> Creek malt for this out of out of Indiana. Whoop whoop. And we used actually what up, Caleb? instead of a. Traditional lager yeast, we used a Kvike yeast from Omega Yeast Labs. It's called Lutra, and it's a Kvike yeast that ferments super clean and uh, super warm, super super fast. warm. Yeah, you can do a lager at 70 degrees and it comes out clean. Uh, we brewed an Oktoberfest with this yeast at 85 degrees and it came out spot on. How did your Oktoberfest beer go? I saw a lot of good. I was. It sold out in three weeks. <sighs> Which for, and, this, for, and for where you are at, I mean, is amazing, yeah. especially for the size. And so, just for reference, I mean, you guys are running a fifteen or seven barrel brew house with fifteen barrel fermenters, so that's quite a lot of beer to move. Yeah, and it's a town of twenty five hundred people. Yeah, you got to drive to come out here, which is what part of the appeal. They're not gonna lie, I like it. It's away from a lot of things. There's a little bit of, there's a tiny bit of sweetness in there too that I like. Um, is that the, is that from the malt? Yeah, that would just be from the Pilsner malt. Yeah, man, I like that. Yeah, Kelsey, I know you. This, that's your whole cup. What do you think of it? I love this. It is so smooth and clean and crisp. Yeah. It's probably one of the uh, crispier um, Pilsners that I've, I've had of late. I'm picky about, like, mm-hmm. if I see you a brewery. Screw, you can screw up a Pilsner real yeah. easily, kids. If yeah, I see a brewery that has one, then they're few and far between. 
mm-hmm. I will try it because I'm like, if they're if they're trying to do this, then I want to be able to try what that beer tastes. This is amazing. I'll What's the ABV on this one? Four and a half percent. Twenty two percent. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 2.6. Oh, shit. We're just going like, to beat this dead horse until like years from now. We're until gonna it has corona. It. We're going to still no. do it. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about that? I like it. It's a really well done example of the style. Uh, extremely clean, extremely, uh, extremely crisp. Uh, slight earthy texture, or earthy note on the back end from the hop, I would gather. Um, I definitely like it. Lings a bit. Um, adds a nice little bit of bitterness to it. Not over the top bitterness, though. It's really it's spot on for the style you guys did a really great job with this um so kudos to you guys especially i was gonna say you know newer breweries generally don't take a run at pilsners i know you said that's one of your favorite styles to brew and you did a great job with this so yeah it came out really nice i do like that little that little that sweetness in there right in the middle of that mouthfeel when you um just you let that liquid linger in there it's great i like it well um, let's talk about like what is this what you're drinking yeah that's what i was gonna ask him golden wildcat Okay. Oh. Is that your favorite one out of the lineup? No, the cream's my favorite. The cream? Ah, cream ale mm. drinker. Yeah, you can't go wrong with cream ale, man. That's, uh, that's well, you good. can make a bad cream uh, ale. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm saying you can't go wrong if, if you're going to brew one. No. I mean, <laughs> yes, you can you can brew. You, yes, you can go wrong if you brew it. But uh, I'm talking about in the thinking of it, yeah. I love cream ales. Yeah. I'm <laughs> glad like, I said L like, at the he end. Likes, <laughs> he, li- he likes turtles. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting drunk. Nah. <laughs> No, it's very good. I, I do like it. Kelsey, would you have a pint of the Yes. Pilsner? Yep. All right. Brandon, would you have a pint? I already yes. have at this point. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's another one. Another <laughs> good one. I'm going to answer for everybody because this is good. Have, um, during your uh, process of uh, brewing the beers, have you guys uh, brewed anything that you just absolutely said, nope, this is not it. We're going to throw it out. Or um, you plan on maybe having it on the menu and you're just like, no, I, it's not going, going well. No, we've looked out there. Um, when we were planning everything, I planned to throw a few batches out early on, especially, you know, scaling up from 10 gallons to 220 gallons. But uh, we've been really lucky with that. And while things don't necessarily hit the numbers exactly as, as we intended first time, um, they've all turned out to be really nice. Does anybody have the IPA on the table? Yeah, I do. Good. Thank God. Because I want to talk about that one. It's, I've had the, um, I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but yeah, Let, let's do that next. Yeah, let's just talk about that IPA. This IPA, um, it, I had that, that's my first pint. And when it was poured and I looked at the uh, body of it, I'm like, yes, because we've been around a lot of breweries and here of late, every time you run into an IPA, it's been on the uh, citrus side. It's been on the New England side of things this is more of a west coasty uh, ipa you taste that malt in there and it, you, you know you, you get the sit a little bit of citrus in there as well but it's really i love it love it love it love it kelsey you got to take a drink of that and tell me what you think about that ipa <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to hear <laughs> there was silence i wanted yeah, people uh, to know what uh, i was doing okay yeah you, you were drink. you were taking a drink okay so this style and just exactly this is why I fell in love with IPAs years ago and I have a hard time now when I go out places because we all know I don't need to tell you but I love this this Mm. this takes me back and reminds me of why I really started enjoying IPAs to begin with is it's perfection Steve is this going to be on your menu all year round yeah this is probably going to be a standard beer that we've got awesome yeah Love it. I uh, love this. It's like traditional, you know, like 
Can you tell us a little bit about the ingredients in there? What you what you use? Yeah, so I, on the malt bill, it's uh, mostly pale and with a little bit of uh, crystal forty, and maybe I, I'm trying to remember some Munich. Munich. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. Munich. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the hop side, we did go with some newer hops: uh, Citra, Mandarina Bavaria, Simcoe, and. Um, I didn't have any Galaxy for this batch. I c- couldn't come by it. Mm. Um, so, But that was what I'd used in my homebrew setup before, and it, it turned out really nice, and this came out pretty close to that. Brandon, what do you think about that? So, um, great, you know, I almost kind of consider this a hybrid style, I mean, at least personally. So, it to me, it's very citrus-forward. It does come back into that nice resiny uh, West Coast style at the mm-hmm. end, though, and that's what I like is because, I, you know, commenting about a traditional IPA. To me, this is not your full Pine Pony Rider West Coast, which is fine. As a pale ale, it's phenomenal. Um, you guys did a really great job. The citrus balance, the aroma off the citrus hops comes through strong. Um, that Simcoe gives you a nice dank finish to it. Um, with the malt selection you have, you just get a touch of sweetness through that. I was going to say, this is you crafted this really well. This what, is, what would you consider a true uh, West Coast, West Coast profile? Like, West Coast for me is you ride in the Pine Pony. Three like, C's. Three C's, baby. I mean, you are talking, you know, face bl- you know, you're talking 60 to 80 IBUs mm-hmm. and you just run that puppy up. If you're not licking pine tar by the end of it, then you're not <laughs> West Coasting it. But that being said, this finishes off with enough dank note. Yeah. And it does have a slight resin touch at the end. Um, this, but with the hop balance and the different kinds of hops, it's definitely a citrus forward one to me. That's not a bad thing, but it's definitely, I would consider it like a hybrid, but it's a great beer. This is a, and I mean, this is like, especially central Indiana area. This is probably one of the better IPAs I've had in a long time. So you guys did a really I nice job with this. Appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. I'd so you homebrew, right? You yeah. guys homebrew together. Yep. Were you homebrewing the same styles that Steve was? Or no, were you I one do, a different uh, direction? More porters and uh, stouts and, and then like cream ales and that. Mm. Okay. And meads. Yes. Oh, you're a mead oh. maker. Oh, oh man. It's, it's a meads, and then I try to brag it at one point. <laughs> Brandon, it what, interesting. what mead did we have last time? It was like a peanut butter and uh, jelly mead. Gargiste. Oh, somebody was talking about that um, at the sinkhole uh, last night, and I couldn't for the love of me think of yeah, what gar- I think it was. it's Gargiste or Gargiste. I can't. Know. I don't know how to pronounce it. They make some. Re- they make okay. So that, that that's kind of like the new age versus old age mead a- debate of okay, how flavored do you want your mead, and how much do you want to be looked down upon by other mead makers? Mm-hmm. Because things like Shrams, uh, Shrams makes hardcore traditional style meads. They do a few flavorings here and there. But then you get like Gargisi, which is, we're going to put peanut butter in it, put it in a barrel, and let it sit for 18 months and see how much alcohol we can get. Well, it still tastes like a sandwich. It's <laughs> awesome. That's not mead, kid. That's still fruit. That's fruit wine with flavoring added. Don't get me wrong. It's damn tasty. Yeah, I'm, I was a sucker. I'm a sucker for Oh, no. Yeah. It, it is. It, and I'm sure I'll get called out on blasphemy for saying it's not mead. But, you know, you talk traditional mead. What is it? It's freaking hardcore honey, maybe some fruit added to it. Get that thing fermenting and call it good. When you start getting into this, we're going to barrel age it, add peanut butter. Maybe we'll add some oil. Oreos to it this time. Um, no, it, it, I, I, you know, it's one of those things of, yes, it's technically mead, but if you were to be a purist about the whole thing, it's like, mm, you're drinking high-proof sugar alcohol. But good on you, because it does taste damn good. <laughs> what kind of... Um, um do you have to have like another a different permit to do meat, or can you just if you're just a brewery and doing beer, can you do it? All meat? depends on the yeast you use. Yeah, okay. It, gotcha. it is usually done under a winery license oh. traditionally. Hmm. 
because you have to because the yeast that you use for it are pretty aggressive. Um, on top of which, the other thing is that it's based on the kind of ingredients you use. You have to have so much X of your base grist if it is for a beer to be a, considered a brewery product. Fifty-one percent. Yep. yep. Exactly. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be barley product of. I've been seeing more and more meads here lately. Um, just big look. money in them. That's yeah. why, because you can happily sell a teeny tiny little bottle for like sixty bucks. Yeah. But good. also expensive. Yes, honey is expensive. <laughs> yeah, mm. honey is very very expensive. Do you enjoy making those rusty? Wait, yeah, because they're a lot easier than uh, beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. I can make a mead then. You can. <laughs> All right. right. Out here, out here having a mead. Yeah, I have. I have a couple of those. Uh, you know, teddy bear honey things oh, in the cabinet. Oh, oh, hey. oh, oh, God. <laughs> now, the scary part is that's probably artificial. That's probably like fake honey. It definitely is. Really? Is China. that fake honey for yeah. sure? Oh, chi- oh, oh, man. We're, we're going to have to have an off podcast discussion on this <laughs> wow. one. Stuff going to blow your mind about probably what corn you corn syrup. I was going to say cor- corn syrup, some gold food coloring. Yeah. Add man, it in there. I didn't know that. We flew yeah. a bee over the top of it to make it more authentic. <laughs> wow. I, I used to eat those uh, when I was a kid. Just grabbing it from the, the cabinet. No, well, I used to squirt it into my mouth a little bit because we was, no, I was hungry. It came so out of it came out of China, so then that explains a lot of the brain damn, damage. Damn it! I didn't know that was not. Real. I thought it was real some honey. Some of the brain damage. Uh, some of the dame damage. No. <laughs> yeah. Your whole life has been a lie. <laughs> it has. I am. So, I am like uh, even your honey bear lies to I'm you. I'm pissed. <laughs> I am so pissed right now because I thought that was real honey. Oh my god. Fuck! I'm doing things wrong now. <laughs> I have to question everything now. I'm gonna start looking it up on. Uh, Damn it, I should have looked it up on the internet There's a long a time ago. There's a reason that those bears cost like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what I was thinking. Like, when Brandon, you brought, uh, didn't you bring the honeycomb honey? Well, I brought you smoked honeycomb. Yeah, so I was thinking about that. You was talking about how expensive that was. I'm like, well, this honey right here is not even expensive at all. So I didn't even put two to two together. Yeah, th- those bees are probably pissed. <laughs> <laughs> those bees are like, you or mocked by your existence. Now, you know. Man, I just... Like, you are that? putting bees out of work, you bastard. We're already trying to save them as it is, and you guys freaking get this Well, there is Well, there is people that are like, what, uh, a vegan that don't, yeah. don't eat honey because they said the bees are... You're, you're, they're making the bees work. We're going to get... Oh, right? wait, wait, wait. We're going to get horribly, horribly nerdy for one second here. Now, there's vegans who do that who also will not eat avocados. Why? Because they use bees. They artificially transport bees to pollinate avocados. So therefore, since they're making the bees work to make the avocado, to mm. pollinate the avocados, they won't eat the avocado. I know. Wow. Random crap <laughs> you learn when you fall down the internet black hole. Of That's why some vegans will not eat avocados. But don't bees enjoy it? I mean, they're enjoying it, right? Do you enjoy going to work every day? I do work at BrewDog, yes. Did if you? you're listening, BrewDog, yes. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> And the funny part is, no, I, I do enjoy it. But yeah. to be fair, I was like, yeah, I actually do enjoy my job. Yeah, but, if I my do job enjoy it. but if my job was flying around all over the place, hanging out with a bunch of flowers and going, all right, time to go home now. How much did they pay the bees? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, there you Slave freaking labor. Oh, all right. Man. And that's that's why the vegans got the game up on us all already, man. When the bee overlords come well, in here and it's going to overthrow us. Exactly. How the animals feel about that. Right. Shit. Yeah. They're getting into well, they're the still alive. I mean, you know, like, I suppose we can't ask the steak I had last night how they feel about it. They're like, bitch, that's my plot of grass. Get off of it. Man, I, you know what? I am. Um, I'm I bewildered how the conversations take these turns some days, kids. <laughs> I couldn't give up. Eat. This is going to sound weird or raunchy. I can't give up eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> He likes the meat in his mouth. Let's not like it. On that Fatality. note, <laughs> we need to applaud uh, this last beer. Yeah, we yeah, did. That last beer was did great. Did everybody say we have a pint? Kelsey, yeah, did you have a yeah. pint? Yep. Yeah. Did you have a pint? Yes, I would have a pint too there. That's hey, my favorite. Hey, look at that. We're back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how that works. Uh, favorite beer so far out of lineup. So, um, I agree on that. All right. All right. Uh, we got um, 
enough time for one more before we go to break. So what what do we got next? Well, we started down the pill or we started down the hop train. Let's keep going down the hop train for a okay. second here, and then we'll come back later to talk about their newest release, which is their smoke porter. Mm. So uh, let's see here. More, please. Oh, yep. Uh, pouring it in a little mini glasses. Can I have a brand new glass, please? Because I'm fancy. God, God, you're fucking picky. <laughs> yep. You're ruining the planet. No, these are compost or compostable. Yes. You can have all the cups you want. There you go. Oh, I mean, mean I, I can eat it after? These are edible? Yeah. Oh, I want to see this. Is that, what it, yeah, Is that what it means? I just want to hear on the way from crunch, crunch, <laughs> crunch. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the weird sun chip bags that crunch too loud. Certified compostable. Yes. I, I, I can't this. eat it. See, I could eat it. Now, this is West Coast to me. I know it's pale ale, but this is West Coast. Yeah, you style. didn't even say what it was. What is it, Brandon? So this, is the, uh, this is the Indiana pale, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the four... What's the ABV on this one? Uh, four, four. Four, four. Session beer, baby. I got confused because when I first read it, um, just my eyeballs went across it. Oh, uh, uh, IPA. And I was like, wait, four something. And I read it again. It's Indiana Pale Ale. Yeah. yeah. Not so India Pale Ale. Yeah, all, in, all of yeah. the ingredients were grown in Indiana. Heck yeah. The malt came from Sugar Creek, and the hops came from Indy Highbinds up in Indianapolis. Oh, nice. And White River Hops down in Hayesville. Have you ever... Um, Explored um, eight one two farms hops as well. I have not. Mm. They're uh, they're local too. We got their um, we use their hops in the in the black IPA. Yep, interspace. Yeah, um, they're yeah. out of Columbus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are they in yeah. Columbus? That, yeah, yeah. That general vicinity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Hayesville, where we we got the Cascade for this, is it makes Bloomfield look big. It's down in Dubois County, north of Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you come up with this recipe, Indiana uh, Pale I just wanted to make a beer that uh, highlighted Indiana ingredients. That's awesome. Mm. Cheers to that. Kelsey, did you, drink, did you have a taste? I did. What do you think about it? Man, I can't express how much I'm enjoying these beers. This one is really good. I agree with Brandon, though. When you said it like that was more of like now a, you now and that's what I actually was it was a nice contrast because when you just gotten away from the other one which has more of that citrus note this to me is on your west coast like it's you all want, Cascade it's Columbus your, yep Cascade it's your sea you got your sea hops in there and I was gonna say this to me is you know lick the pine pony so to speak and I love it but what you did a great job with on this is that it fin- it has a sweet enough finish to balance it so that it's not so astringent for lack of a better term, that it's you're sitting there cheek puckeringly hoppy, you know. So, and at the ABV, it's an outright session pale ale. I mean, that's very good. Yeah, it's got a. Um, yeah, I was, was going to question the uh, when you said it was the bitterness. I, when you finish it, it's just like boom. It's great. It's not like as bitter. To Doesn't me. linger. Yeah, for sure. Kelsey, would you have a yes. pint of that one? Yes. And you haven't, you yes. haven't said, we're saying yes to all these. Yes. And we usually don't like, you know, blow smoke up the, you know, breweries' oh, asses would, and I stuff. I would say I would not have a pint of yeah. something. But, but it had, only because maybe your taste, you know, your taste buds are oh, different. Oh, yeah, your it doesn't have be to be that it was like brewed terribly or something was wrong with it. It's it should just, just be something taste. that I don't like. But I, I, I'm liking these. Feed Store, I think, is like a destination location. Mm. And... A destination location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to make a trip, kids. Yeah. Mm. Well, not just that, but it's like it's easy to be like on the square somewhere and there's like five different things and three different tap rooms and you just are there because you're already there. This is like, oh, feed store. Yes. Let's make a day of it. Go take a trip out to feed store. We can actually drink more than two beers without getting shit-faced before we leave. Oh, I'm getting shit-faced before we leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're going to have Kevin's head underneath one of those stout barrels. Well, that's not hard. Hard. <laughs> Got a little five. No, um, you over here. Guys, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that it's like more traditional styles. They're like, they're not like hype boys. And you guys are just pumping out these, you know, fake uh, ingredients. Artificially and taste. flavored. Yeah, or just like throwing them out there. Um, these are like your traditional. I don't, think, I don't think you guys would survive in this in this area trying to do that style though either. I just I don't see that would do them. Yeah, that is that, no. You know, guess, that, guess how many times people come in and say, "What do you have that's like Bud Light?" Yeah. Yeah. Every how damn many times day. a day? Yeah. <laughs> I got fun. So I pour him a glass of water. Uh, yes. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Her. We have some fine tap water here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you got this like bed light, hold on a second. Let me go urinate. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they get it, right? Out of exactly. All the port potties exactly. at the brewery, brew fest. Exactly. I thought I thought we sent all those porta potties to Bud Light or the Budweiser, and then they just recycle it. Well, it's right? really horse pee. Okay, I mean, you've you know, seen, those Clydesdales. You've, you've yeah. seen. Uh, uh, Salt Creek's ad on their Bradweiser, right? No, uh, uh-uh. yes. He's sitting on a on an AB keg. Oh wow! With a toilet seat on it. Nice, <laughs> classy. <laughs> there was another podcast called the Speak Podcast. They was talking about brewing beer in a toilet. Oh, that was it, a good one. And if it was possible, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so FYI, it is possible, but we don't want to know how we know. Not <laughs> recommended. Yeah. Right, right. When are you gonna do them? Time to make some prison wine. Yeah. Peruno, baby. I mean, you could you could have three of them, right? You could have like three of them set up once, you know. You could add definitely homemade, um, you know, brew equipment. Jesus. Yeah. It's a three vessel air quote. Notice how it doesn't say brew kettle. It's three vessels. I think the Speak has something. I think if the Speak podcast came to your brewery and they wanted to brew the beer, you should definitely make them brew the beer in the toilet. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, I mean, just no. buy it. No, no, buy a brand new. I'm not talking about used toilet. I'm talking no. about like a brand new one and just let them. But you could fuck with them. You could like not actually. It, it's not going to be real, but you're just like, okay, guys, you're going to like brew right here, and this is the toilet. Remember, you, remember your podcast? Remember your all, episode? All I'm saying is you need to brew a stout, an extra heavy stout. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take that, the speak. <laughs> Bathroom Bach. No. The, no, the bowl, bus, the bowl buster blonde. <laughs> Damn. The the peel the peels no, oh, no. So we're gonna jump back. You guys were talking about the Quebec East, and uh, the funny part is, buddies of mine are homebrewers. Came out with a beer they nicknamed the Weight Watchers Blonde because the yeast hadn't come all the way out of it. And let's just say that uh, that 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 helps clean you out real fast, uh, especially with that strain of yeast. It was one of those. I was like, this is a great beer. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> Nice, nice. I think Steve Classy, huh? you're questioning. This, they're, they're probably like, yeah, why, they're, why they're like, uh, unsubscribed, this? unsubscribed. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> the fuck did we agree to, guys? Holy shit. All right, um, Kelsey, would you have a pint of that? Yes, I would. All right. Brandon, would you have a pint of that? Absolutely. I know you guys would have a pint. I'm, that, uh, we, we, yes. Would, um, pint? would I have a pint? Hmm. He'll have a pitcher. Um, yes. Y- yes, I would have a pint. Only I would have a pint of it. Under peer pressure. No, no. I would have a pint of it because I like the taste of it. And, and but they have too many things on this menu that I would um, have um, other before. Than that yeah, one. other than this one. But yeah, no. I would have a pint of so this. So we're doing rated preference choice now? No, no. I just Shit. I just went off the side. Complicated. I was I was I was just messing with man. I was messing with Kelsey because I saw her eyes like what? You wouldn't have a pint? That you're crazy. No. I will punch you. I would have a, yes. I would have a pint of this. I love that. It's only four something percent um, alcohol by volume, which is that's great. That's what I'm saying. You can come here and have it. Like it's not all like eight percent beers. And <laughs> Steve, that's something else too. It's four percent, but it's not lacking in any flavor at all. Which More is body. Great. Yeah. That that. So like. Um, January 1st, I kind of cut back on my drinking, only like one a day Keg. a week. 
and it's been going great until this week. So <laughs> he made it so far. Yep. Yep. Hey, I made hey, it 16 days. Give the man credit. Really? Right? When so, you work in the industry, yeah. let's just say. So if I was going to drink beer, I'd definitely grab this one for sure because it's the, the lighter ABV. Not not probably because it's light on calories, but just because. Um, <laughs> still beer. It, yeah, still, still bread in a cup. To but, paraphrase Mitch Hedberg, Kevin doesn't drink anymore. Or he doesn't any drink any less, right. but he doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. All right, so we're at the uh, 39 uh, minute mark. So this is what we're going to do. Wait, I got to ask. Uh, Brandon, you would have a pint. I'd have a pint. Yep, what's yours on that? Yep, everybody had a pint. I had to catch up. I had to do the technicality. He had to catch himself. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna take a sponsor break, and then um, after the break, translation, we're gonna, we're gonna make some peels. Now. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try some more beers, and we're definitely gonna talk about this uh, the new release of the smoked the what is it the smoke porter smoke porter the smoke furnace baby. Mm, very nice. All right, so here we go uh, to break. This podcast is brought to you by the Cinco Craft Beer Bar right in Bloomington, Indiana, where you can experience craft beer where you won't find anywhere else around. Trust me here when I say if you want to drink some kick-ass craft beer, the sinkhole is where to go. If you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe for our weekly craft beer adventures. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search O-H-H-A-P. That stands for Out Here Having a Pint. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel, Out Here Having a Pint. Would you like to support our show? Go to anchor.fm slash O-H-H-A-P and click our support button. We'll give you a live shout out right on our podcast. Like to sponsor our show? Ask us a question or make a suggestion? Just email us at outofherehavingapint at gmail.com. Nerds. This is Kevin from Out Here Having a Pint Podcast. Join us bi-weekly as we discuss everything craft beer. We are out here having a pint. We are out here having a pint. Part of the On Draft Network. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. And we're back. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. New commercial. Um, yeah, I forgot the <laughs> I forgot to mention that he's so proud of his commercial. Yeah, I, I am. I, I, damn it, I put work in that. These commercials uh, sponsored by the Sink Hole this time. Uh, Russia Silo sink into the hole. Yep, Russia Silo didn't make it their payments, so Ooh, had, to, had to remove them. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, you unsympathetic bastard. When your building yeah. burns down, yeah. you son of a bitch. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Why no, did I'm the kidding. Building burned down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, when you have like doing barbecue and you got that open pit, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's an awful nice building you got there, Rob. Shame if something <laughs> happened to it. <laughs> Little it didn't mafia make you, tactics. Didn't make your payment, huh? <laughs> Not gonna sponsor me, eh? He's gonna kill me now. You know this, right? <laughs> and so we have a nice roast pork over the smoker. Wait, that often looks like a lot like Kevin on this fit. That's strange. I've never seen a pig look like that. Right. <laughs> he would just be the appetizer. I mean, oh. damn that! You didn't say that last night. No, no. no. <laughs> he, was the, he was the whole snack last night, kids. <laughs> All right. So who who poured this beer? Uh, that was me. All right. So what do we got? So this is the woolen warmer, and uh, it's it's a winter warmer, uh, kind of based on the Weizenbach style, without the Hefeweizen yeast, so you don't get the banana or clove. Dark wheat beer, uh, a lot of roasted wheat, chocolate wheat, and uh, then um, 
we used uh, traditional German hops. What um, the style? What's the style called? Uh, just call it a winter warmer. It's okay. just kind of a big beer. It's eight point two percent. It's something snacking, Kevin. You want to drink that at like fifty five degrees. <laughs> well, welcome to patio beer. Yeah, absolutely. This, a day like today, this, sitting by the fire, yeah. this yes. is the beer you want. I, I don't think I've ever don't had care this style. After another one, I've never had the style of beer, Brandon. Have you ever had the style? Yes, beer? it's actually one of my favorite styles, to be honest. Really, especially like if we're talking like overall styles and seasonal styles is one of my absolute favorite styles, and I always I get really excited when I see one because you don't see people take a shot at these very often. Upland used to do one all the time. Yes, they and did. I love that beer. Yes, and I was gonna say, and that's saying something because I'm not a huge Upland fanboy. They do good beer, but I'm just not a huge you know fanatic of them. Their winter warmer was fire. So. Bring it back, Upland. Uh, Brandon, what are you tasting in there? Um, definitely, I mean, it's traditional German-style wheat beer. Um, as far as a warmer goes, usually I get a little more spice out of them. So, I mean, you are talking about how you didn't use, you know, the half-style yeast to get to keep some of the clove note out of it. A um, little bit missing on that, but great beer. If you're a, The way I would say this, if you're a fanatic of a brown ale, you'll love this, period, without a doubt. Um, that ABV is going to sneak up on you. It does not express any characteristic of that eight percent beer so um really nice and clean uh flavor profile throughout yeah i agree with you on the abv Woo! i had a little bit of that i mean it's, don't don't get me wrong it's not like you don't taste the the um it's not boozy but it, it, it does hit you my brain's like wow it's kind of a little foggy right now no i'm kidding um but um yeah it does hit you a little bit um man i don't know what i'm tasting this is the first so i am so confused because think okay so this here's is the thing. great think you know we were talking about earlier so this wasn't you said you didn't use half yeast on right, this, yeah. but you'll still you still almost get a slight touch of that banana note to it on the end at least i i get a little bit yep. on the palate and so it's almost a little bit confusing when you get this it's a brown ale with slightly banana note yeah it's, it's really complex but I, it is i like it's it nice yeah this is my first time drinking this style of beer so i'm very Woo-hoo. yeah Woo-hoo on that yeah kelsey what do you think I really enjoy this. Is that your first time drinking that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I mean, know I, the... I don't have, you know, I'm just, I, I'm a beer drinker, not an expert. But That's like, true. You are a beer I, drinker. I, I That's like true, this. Kelsey. I mean, I'm witness to that. But no, it's, it's really good. What made you, um, you said that, uh, yeah, what made you start uh, brewing this one? Brewing this type of style? I thought it'd be a good good beer for the winter. Um, our stout had just come off and uh, needed something dark and big and and with a lot of flavor to it. And he likes big beers and he yeah, cannot lie. I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> how, how come other breweries ain't uh, brewing brewing this type of beer? I, that's a question for. Um, yeah, Brandon. Well, yeah, you're the you're the. Piss off. Well, I mean, you work where's in your a, winter warmer? Yeah, where's Brandon? your winter warmer? <laughs> that's a whole different story. Brown ales in our brew house like to argue. Um, no, it it's one of those things of you know you're talking about traditional styles things like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a dark German it's a dark German beer. Um, why other breweries don't do it? I don't know. It's a great style. I love it. Um, I think it's probably back to the idea of it's uncommon enough that. The question is, one, will it be a draw to pull people in? If the answer is no, then you have to go, okay, how long will this be good for? Now, this will be good for a while. You'll be able to keg and sell this for a while, but still, how long are you going to sit on this? How long are you going to, you know, let it sit on your tap lines, et cetera? So if you have the time and you got the space, awesome. It's a great choice for it. And it, to be fair, it's going to sell it really well. But if you want my opinion as to why a lot of places don't, because you probably won't move this incredibly fast. So um, what you're saying is it's because it's not... It's a not hype. a it's not a hype style, and mm, but it's also that, but though. but here's the other thing. 
to you know just a concept on that. You yourself is like, I've never had this style. I, I, okay, great. but here's yep. the question: How much beer have you drank that you've never had this style? So you know, now that you've had it, you might go look for it, but you right. don't know to look for it even. Um, very traditional style, great beer, and I love when I can find a place that does a great you know a great example of it. But I think that's a big factor as to why you don't see a lot of places doing it is because it's not terribly you know it's it's more complex than a basic beer. But it's not something that people are going to actively be like, oh, they've got a really good winter warmer. I'm going to go find that. No, that, that, that's sad. Sadly, that's the case. Um, so basically, this is a beer that. This is a beer for beer connoisseurs. That, yeah. I mean this nicely. I mean, you, can't it, find any, you can't find anywhere. Yeah, uh, you can't find anywhere. Nobody's, nobody's brewing it in Bloomington. Nobody's brewing it in Martinsville. I don't, I don't think nobody's brewing it in Indy. Who's, who's, brewing, who's brewing that style? In, I don't know. I was gonna say I, I was kind of curious. So. I was like, I wonder if beer was brewing one of these, or if wooden bear. It seems like it'd be in their neck of the woods or in their. Beer, their we wheel. were at beer last week, and I didn't have that, one. That, it. Seems like it'd be in their wheelhouse. So from what the kind of styles they brew, but I'm almost I'm more surprised Daredevil doesn't run one of these. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this for as much German as they lean on, you know, as much German heritage style and brewing that they lean on, I'm really shocked that they don't. And I wouldn't be surprised if you'd see someone like Primeval brew one of these eventually. Yeah, we we was out there yep. last weekend, I think, right? But in the meantime, you guys are the, you guys are the uh, game and the only game in yeah. town on it, and it you're doing a great job with it. So. Yeah, this, this yep. is, yeah, this is great, Kelsey. Would you have a pint of that? Yes, Brandon, would you have a pint? Hell no, I can't have a pint of that because I couldn't walk the next day. <laughs> uh, no, oh, it's uh, only eight percent. Come on, yeah, now. true enough. No, I would definitely have a pour of this, you know, and and I think they're doing a good job also being responsible. I mean, you guys serve it, I think, a ten ounce pour. Yep. So yeah, yep. that that's a good. No, definitely, we'll have a pour of this. We'll actually, have already had a pour of it, and so no, it's it's really nice and. And I like the take on the styles. It's a good job. For yeah, us. I think I, ha- I would definitely have a 10-ounce uh, pour as well. And uh, o- only because the style is very new to me, and it's very complex. And you get the little, those caramel notes and just all those little flavors in there. Like you said, a little light banana in there. And, yeah, just... I'm, I'm just surprised that uh, other... Br- this is going to be the hype beer, guys. Hype beer, hype beer this year. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, that's black IPA. <laughs> what, oh, you think black... Do you think black IPA is going to be the hype beer this oh, year? Oh, I have, I have suspicions. Well, we got bruise news for that, so we'll wait on the bruise news. But yes, I would definitely have a pint of that. Steve, man, I'm surprised. Yes, I would definitely... Give me some more. Is yep. that the... No, uh, that's different. Oh, this is different? All right. That's next beer. Mm, okay. God, man, this man's off the cliff already. Know, man. Winter warmer, man, is a... I like it. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, um... Before we get to this next one, you guys want to do some bruise news? Sure. All right, let's do some bruise news, guys. This is not official news, Airman. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. Look, I report the news. That's what I do. Well, do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard! I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard! I'm putting you on the news! All right, this segment is called Bruise News, where we do uh, beer news from around the world. Um, all right, uh, Kelsey, Bruise News. You got any Bruise News? I like beer. <laughs> all right, I'll take that as a no. Brandon, Bruise, bruise News. Uh, let's talk about GABF and what they're already kind of starting to discuss. So it's looking like GABF is going to again take place as a judgment-only festival. That's right. They're just going to judge your stuff. They're not probably going to allow for an open festival place, sadly. Because what? Because of uh, the Corona, COVID? baby. The COVID, yep. Okay. I was going to say, you know, Coro- God, Corona managed to take out the craft beer industry. They took out G- <laughs> Corona has killed GABF two years in a row. That's better than Budweiser ever could have done. But they usually have that in what, August? Uh, October. October, like, I think, yeah. Are they anticipating that it just 
we'll still be in the well let's just also look at this from a concept of what gabf is we're going to take a bunch of people put them in a convention hall and offer them three thousand plus different sample options social distancing on good days when you're not intoxicated is difficult for some people now we're going to get them drunk Mm. probably not so i know there's been some mumblings if they're going to have it or not I'd be surprised if they have it. I'm surprised um, they announced this so early because, I mean, with the well, with vaccines about, but, being rolling out. But think about what it takes to coordinate that. That is a oh, yeah, massive, yeah, true, true that, true. Yeah, massive I think about that, festival. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're talking, they usually have to book the event space, I'm sure, almost a year plus in advance. So, um, But, yeah, that's one of the rumors of uh, Death of the Beer Festival. Um, locally, Frigid Digits became not so Frigid Digits this year for Indiana. Were they so it's going to be. I think we'll have to double check, and we'll post on our uh, we'll post it on our Facebook. But they're moving it to warmer climate this year. So the Frigid Dis- Digits Beer Festival is moving to. I wanted to say June this year. Which is but nice. why are they calling it fucking Frigid Digits then? <laughs> but the best part is they changed it, so it's called Not So Frigid Digits. Oh, now. is it called Not yeah, So? Yeah. Well, there goes my video that I made for them. Damn it. <laughs> Or I think it's like not quite or not so frigid digits. The only frigid digits you're going to have is from holding on your beer cup, kids. Well, so. damn. I, they'll probably pull, pull down that video that I, that I damn did. Damn it, Kevin. Yeah. You had one no job. Longer frigid. I had one job, and they just, they, you ruined it, idiot on tap. Nah, Justin's cool. Uh, shout out to uh, Justin out there. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time. I haven't seen Justin in a long time. You got any other uh, Bruce news? Uh, we were joking about it earlier. I was going to say, I'm calling it right now Black IPA is a style for the year. Really? Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking in this. But at the same time, you know, a lot of the big breweries, uh, Bells, Firestone Walker, Stone, have all started releasing Black IPAs this year, which is kind of surprising. About three years ago, they tried to make a take, uh, t- tried to make a run at it. The style never took. It never w- really caught on. It seems like we're trying to make another run at it this year. I've already seen more announcements of other breweries, you know, doing different renditions and runs out of it. So I'm kind of curious to see if anyone actually makes a run at it. You so. think it's because just the appearance? I have no idea. Well, I mean, Black Death of the Plague, the Black IPA. No, 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 it's, no, a no. Great, it's a great <laughs> contrast. I mean, no, come I mean, on. No. Um, I, I but they try to brew it like during the summer and stuff and people are looking at dark yeah, beers. Yeah, I mean, exactly. some people gravitate gravitate towards uh, dark beers in, in, in more of the uh, the cooler, cooler environments. Months, right. yeah. I, I think, and personally, from anecdotally over at the creek right now, one of the things we notice is usually we see a, you know, a downward slope in our IPA sales in colder weather. Not this year. Mm-mm. We're selling a ton of IPA. Our distributor is moving a ton of IPA, even in the cold months. So it kind of hits that nice sweet spot of, hey, look, it's a dark beer. Hey, look, it's also an IPA. Drink. Um, but yeah, I, I'm jo- I'm joking, but I'm surprised that I'm seeing this many of them coming out this year and being publicly announced as early on as I am. Um, it's a cool style if you can do it well. So awesome! All do right. you guys have beer news? Yeah, Steve, you got any beer news? I saw this morning that uh, they're going to be shipping Pliny the Younger. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You want to talk about OG? You want to talk about some OG brew here, Russian River? So uh, Pliny the Younger. Uh, what about the uh, Elder? No. Didn't see anything about that. Damn no. it. But that's still some huge news. That's badass. You know what? I've yet to have uh, Pliny the Younger. You're not uh, missing anything. Excuse me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's, it's good beer. It's really good beer. Um, it's just one of those things. If it's The question is, is how much of it's good because of its exclusivity. So... All right, Rusty, you got any uh, bruise news? No, Chelsea took mine. Yeah. Oh, you bitch. I like turtles. He likes beer. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess my bruise news is uh, Sun King's trying to get into the slushy game. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, like, they're uh, coming out with three different flavors of slushies, slushy beers. We'll see how they stack up because, 
when you hear slushy, you're thinking of 450 North. You know? Or you're thinking Hoosier nowadays. Let's yeah, not lie. Hoosier's got some good Hoosier, um, Hoosier's beers, bringing yeah. some fire down on that style. But then also you got Upland now getting on the other side of the game. We're going from hot. We're, Upland's getting in on the Seltzer game. So <laughs> I figure that's, eh, okay. It's kind of beer news. I mean, I mean, they're a brewery. They're okay, how many? Water. Are they having like flavored seltzers? Yeah. And how many? Like uh, that, I don't know. I'm not their brewmaster. I don't, <laughs> you'd have I, to talk to them. Listen, you're supposed to be. This is brews news. You're supposed to be up on the on everything hey, beer. Hey, all right. You, you, you know here. how much we pay you to be on this podcast? You are getting your value worth <laughs> right now, baby. I promise you on that. You are getting every dollar worth you pay me. Funny story. Last time we went to Sun King, Kevin saw slushy on the board, and he ordered it thinking it was going to be a slushy. Oh yep, no! It was an actual slushy, it wasn't was a it? Damn so he, they put it down. He's like, "What? What is this?" You know what? We was it's drinking. A slushy, Kevin. Hold on, hold this on is for actually what a slushy. No, is. wait a minute. Oh, oh my God, hold on. We were sitting with Tommy Lee, which he works at Sun King, and I go, "Damn it! I thought this was a slushy." I got Crue. excited. Yeah, I was about to say Motley Crue's on the <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. My God, man, they have to drink slushies at Sun King now. So I did say. Damn it, Tommy! I thought this was a slushy. That's why I ordered it because I thought I was excited. And he probably and then he went back there and said, "We need to make slushies," and they made it. Thank me, guys. Thank me right now. (laughs) Or curse you right now. I'm not thanking you for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Hype train. Woo woo. Yeah. You you think they just got on? You know. Well, I mean, they've also got the capabilities. Let's not lie. They've got the capabilities, the tanks, the time. You know. and, the ma- and they have that, and, and to make sure that it's not 2.6. I, oh, that's a fatality on that one. But, but to also be to their credit, I mean, let's talk about Sun King and the fact that their beer is now using Wendy's beer cheese across the United States. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't hear that story? No, no. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. So this, I guess, is other fun brew news. So I, I think it was the cream. Uh, I think it was the cream ale and Amber has two moms. They ended up getting a huge contract from Wendy's to have it used, that beer used, to make wow. the beer cheese for Wendy's. Like Wendy's for across the nation? I, I know I know at least regionally, that's for sure. Damn. That's well, money you, right there. Hey, all I gotta say is, you know what, with the Rona shutting down all the baseball games, you know, you gotta do something with all that cream ale they got sitting around somehow. <laughs> so hey, let's make cheese out of it. <gasps> that's that's it. yeah, that's huge. Oh, kudos to Sun King. Yeah. You know? I was gonna say, now I kinda wanna have some beer cheese. In a, in, a, in a big pretzel. Oh, oh yeah. fat Kevin's coming out. Oh, fat Kevin's <laughs> coming out. Here comes the taco. Here it comes. <laughs> all right. Man, as long as there's no White Castle. We shouldn't even call this beer news. It should, it should just be called. Called beer bullshitting yeah, right now. Yeah, beer bashed. No, I mean, people like skip our podcast and go straight to this segment. What? No, no I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> How drunk are you when you came up with that comment? I mean, I would. I just like, I just want to hear the beer news and then I'm off. All right, here we go. I don't, I don't want to hear Kelsey's crap from the rest of the, you know, hour. Whatever. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Um, so who, who poured this? Who, I did. Okay. All right. What do we got, Brandon? Uh, the furnace, as it's known as. It's a smoked porter. Mm, I, I never had a smoked porter, so here's another style that I'm trying. Kelsey, did you already have one of these? I, I already drank. All she already drank one. It's the first beer I got. All right. Well, how do you like it, Kelsey? Tell us about it. I, you- I, okay. I like smoked style mm-hmm. beers. Some people think I'm weird. That's yeah. okay. Not everybody likes smoked style beers. I love it. Um, I remember the first time I had a smoked beer was what, like 2014 in North Carolina? Yep, that's me too. Yeah. Uh, it, wait, wasn't a smoke, okay. it wasn't a smoked porter. No, because it wasn't a smoked porter. It was smoked something else. No, smoke it was, lager, it was a Doppelbock. Um, mm-hmm. But it was oak smoked Doppelbock. And, and it tastes like hot dog like, water. <laughs> Said you. Advertise that, baby. Yeah. 
It did. I loved that. And yeah, that's when I realized I really like smoked beer. So I even messaged Steve and I was just like, listen, I'm so excited to try this beer. He probably thought I was weird because I like randomly messaged him and said, I can't wait to try that mm-hmm. smoked porter. Yep. But I love it. And I really love it because it's like you take a drink of it and you get the smokiness. But then like after about two and a half seconds, bam, there's the smoke flavor. And I love it. I just, it's well, so good. Yeah. For me, um, I tasted the smoke like right you can taste right the all the way through. Right yeah. mm-hmm. You're not drinking it, right? Oh, what do you mean? What am I supposed to do? Taste me, Kelsey. Taste me your ways. You breathe out as you swallow. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be a mess. That's impossible to do. You cannot breathe out while you're drinking it. It is not impossible. I cannot breathe out of my nose while drinking this beer. Come on. try. <laughs> he's going to drown. Swallow. <laughs> I was going to say, he's going to waterboard himself. And breathe out as you swallow. You cannot swallow and breathe out. There's no, <laughs> there's no way you can swallow how and you, breathe out with your how nose. How do you think I chug a beer so fast? Bullshit. <laughs> Brandon, can you breathe out and swallow at the same time? Yeah, nope, you cannot do it. (laughs) Limitedly. No, you. I I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah. Um. So this does not taste like like hot hot dog water. water. (laughs) Yeah. I think. Um. That's your new name for it. It was hot hot dog water. water. Yeah. Yeah. It was called the Po Po House when we had that because the smokiness was just so strong. And it was really a... It's uh, easy the, to get a ham flavor oh, with yeah. beers. And it was a little bit of... You know what? To be honest, it was a little bit of salty, too, uh, when, I, when I... Well, I love this one. I don't think that it's too... Um, it's, it's not heavy at all. No, nope, no. Nope. It's very easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, like, overwhelming smoke flavor, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite things about this. Um, do you feel like when you brewed it, Steve, did it turn out, like, exactly what you had planned for with the smokiness? Yeah, um, I, I worked with Caleb at Sugar Creek again on this one and got his uh, alder-smoked Stjordal malt, which is a, a Norwegian style of smoking in his same house that he built specifically for smoking malt. We saw that. You guys don't yep, remember that. That was maybe. a fun tour, yep. Yeah, and um, so he gave me some advice on, on kind of where to start with it and what the flavor profiles would be because he's also got some Beechwood smoked malt, which is more traditional German-style Rauch beer malt. And <laughs> yeah, Beachwood aged. Yeah. Uh, and so we worked with him a lot on kind of figuring that out and, and what we what kind of beer we wanted to pair with that flavoring uh, because the Beachwood's going to be more like the the meat like hammy mm. flavor and then this is more almost like a cigar smoke flavor yeah. too which yeah. I I felt would pair better with a darker beer. Yeah, yeah. I think I like this type of smoke beer it's definitely versus the 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 Poe House one I had for sure. Brandon, what do you think about that? I like it. Um, it's a good beer. Phenolic. Um, so it's got that note to it that uh, not, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like a medicinally note almost to it. Uh, that's from the smoking process, most likely from the concentration of malt use. If you like scotch, you will love this beer. 100%. If you like yourself a good, and I'm not even saying a heavy peat scotch. I'm just saying if you like a good scotch, you will love this beer. I could see this as an extremely polarizing beer, though. Like, this is something that not everyone's going to like. There's nobody lukewarm on this beer. No, no, this is, no, yeah. no, this is going to be one of those, oh, this is great, or 
it's going to be like, what in the absolute hell did you just, you know, this, you know, we were talking earlier about a connoisseur type beer. This would fall into that category to me because personally, I love it. Mm -hmm. This will not be some people's cup of tea. If you like this beer, you can join the This Week in Rauk Beer Facebook group. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. What? Um, what, is, what is this Facebook group? Is that real oh, life? Are you yeah, lying to me? Oh, right man. Yeah, it's uh, John Hall, uh, the, the beer writer. Yep. He, he, uh, he, he does started a smoke beer face, group. Yeah, he's got a smoke beer mm. Facebook it's group. It's awesome. Nice. But, yeah. no, I, I love it. I think it's a great representation of the style. I wish the porter shown through a little bit more. I was going to say, I think it's definitely, you know, it's definitely, I wouldn't say smoke heavy, but I definitely think it's smoke uh, focused, smoke dominant. But I think it's a really, really good uh, for an overall smoke beer for sure. Um, and God, can you screw these up so easily. So for taking a first run on it, you guys did a solid job on it. And I'm, I'm really excited. Behind uh, Brandon and Kelsey, we took half of the batch and put it in bourbon maple syrup barrels <laughs> which that you know sounds well. fantastic you notice he didn't say kevin hey. you notice he didn't say kevin because yeah I, I skipped those bourbon barrel aged beers mm. <laughs> well no he was talking about actual positioning oh <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, shit all right but no, you, uh, the, the, you guys did an awesome job like i said smoke beers are so easy to just absolute over the top tastes like you're chewing on a piece of burning wood um this has a nice amount of balance and i was gonna say and using you know caleb knows his game hard when it comes to smoke malt so this is solid this is rock solid and i'm really curious and excited to taste what it comes like out of those barrels i think that'll add that nice touch of sweetness balance to it was that the barrels we was looking at over here yeah gotcha no those are the other ones mm. You know what? He could have had barrels somewhere else. <laughs> he does. They're out in the lobby, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> There's stout barrels sitting out there, man. I was, come on, you didn't see me salivating over them? No, I was like, I was, I was thinking about um, uh, uh, food when I first came ah, in. <laughs> ah, ah. Speaking of, these bears go really well with uh, the food that we had. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's here about every Sunday? Every Sunday, yep. Yeah. Oh, that smoked Yeah, sausage. so, uh, yeah, we just had the spicy, um, spicy smoked sausage, and it had the... Um, what jalapeno cheese? Uh, no. Jalapeno jelly. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That jelly is Spicy a little bit jelly. sweet as well. Yeah, man. It, I have to like. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna steal the recipe, but and I'm gonna try to mimic it. And the best ever tater chips too. Oh, zaps. Yeah. Never had zaps. Zaps are good. Mm. The voodoo. Yeah, jo Josh owns the Geeky Grub here in town, and uh, he does awesome things. Is that on the square? Yeah. Is that open like every day? Uh, they're actually closed for the season. Oh, okay. uh, but normally during the year, they're open uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah, that, I had an awesome sound. That sandwich was just hit the spot. Oh, man. Um, do you guys have food trucks? Um, are, you, are you going to have food trucks all the time this, uh, this year? Yeah, we, our, our plan is to have food trucks every day that we're open. Uh, this time of year, you know, you get the bad weather, yeah. you get cancellations. But generally Thursday nights, we've got Serena's Food Hut. Friday night, Saturday lunch, we've got Happy Matt's Barbecue. And then uh, Saturday nights, we have a rotation, uh, Fat Daddy's Barbecue, sometimes Happy Matt's, and there's a handful of others. And then Sundays, we've got the Geeky Grub in here. And, <laughs> and you got a good outside um, space out there, that patio space. So when the weather gets really, really nice as well, man, uh, do you plan to have like some entertainment out there as well? Uh, yeah, we've talked about having bands. Um, we may actually end up doing that in the parking lot, though, to kind of have a little more space. Because uh, you start getting a band set up, they take up a lot of space. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, right that you could have people. Uh, but uh, we definitely like the idea of having live music. You know, 
nothing to the scale that they do up at Cedar Creek, of course. We, we don't have the acreage for that. <laughs> Politely put, don't do that. Right. No, no. I, I love concert season, but holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it gets, it gets crazy out there. But no, the I was going to say, it, it gets nuts out there, but no, you guys have got a great space for doing, you know, you know, some form of outdoor live entertainment. Yeah. So, I mean, I can easily see what your setup's looking like, and that'll be, that'll be a blast. So I'm sure, you know, obviously, as with everyone, the pandemic has, like, really caused you guys a lot of, like, changes in open time, scheduling, things like that. So looking beyond and saying that we're, like, we're free, free, the elf is free. Let's say that happens. What Will that change you guys' days, open, hours, things like that? Yeah, most likely. Right now it's just Stacy and I running the place. Um, we didn't want to hire people when we – first opened up and then have to lay them off almost immediately and we're running winter hours right now you know closing at eight o'clock uh thursday friday saturday and then uh sunday we're you know we're just open in the afternoon uh but once things really get rolling and uh you know in the after time as i call it uh certainly looking at expanding our hours and our days for sure sweet sweet any any like other exciting things that you're looking forward to in 2021 for you guys well, so our town festival is right across the street in the park. Heck and yeah. And we've had a beer garden the last few years just in our parking lot, and we're super excited to be open to the public when we have our town festival. And uh, that's always, you know, it, it's been a big hit since since they, they put the festival there. It used to be on the square, and the, the bar on the square was always the hot place to be. And now, you know, it's a mile up the road, and so – you're having to go back and forth and now you can just walk across the street come in and have a pint you know sitting people watch out on the patio and uh and then the uh, fireworks for fourth of july are in the baseball mm. field right across the street too so it's a great place to sit and watch fireworks so we're just really looking forward to seeing what the spring and summer brings us whenever the weather's good and uh you know we can move past the the covid pandemic and you're the only uh, brewery in town we're right? the only brewery in the, the county. county. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes, they are. Oh, man. You better uh, start brewing some beers because people's going to come out here and try some great beer. Kelsey, did you even like mention what town we we're in anyway? Uh, at she the very beginning. Did she? Did she? I didn't even. I didn't. She I did. don't remember. She okay. Did. She did. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I know where I am. No, I, I, <laughs> Apparently, I, he doesn't. I have no idea where we are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like, I know where I'm at. I'm three. I'm at the empty glass, empty bottom. You know, three pints right here. I remember hanging out in Salisbury watching the fireworks in that little tiny ass town. You know what? I think I did uh, watch fireworks in this town like a long time ago. <laughs> um, me and a buddy of mine, we uh, DJed uh, on our side hustle, so we had like a little um, little. There's a park or somewhere where we um, had a little dance thing, and, and they had fireworks. So, but that was a long time ago. Are there any beers on your menu that we that we didn't talk about? That well, we, we have to, one like, more beer. Tap into. We have one more beer on the table that we we need to go through. We need to go through Rusty's beer. beer. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. But uh, Kelsey, mm-hmm. um, with your smoke porter, would you have a serving? Yes. Well, I've already had a serving yep. and a half. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, that's a yes for you, and oh, that's yeah. a yes for me too. Yep. Cool. That was a good one. I was um I was con- I was not concerned, but I was like, oh please, 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 let this be a good. If you good like smoke. smoked beers, you need yes, to come out here. That's the key. Yeah, because not a lot of breweries. If you don't like smoked beers, and you want, well, as in, if you don't know if you like smoked beers. Well, here's another thing: not a lot of breweries do the smoked beers. Nope. If you don't like, smoked why, why beers? is that, Brandon? Why are you looking at me? 
We're going back to the same reasons, kid. Because one, it's hard to do them well, and two, it's a matter of popularity. The in amount my of times that Brandon has turned down Kevin's ideas has been hilarious. Let's put glitter in our beer. No. Fuck your hey, unicorn bad. shit beer. I only said that. I know. He, he said that. He said put glitter in beer, and I said, so you're saying that you're going to replace our tap lines. Mm. Got it. Because he yeah. wanted it to look like a galaxy. I, that's true. You know what? <laughs> Listen, when Four Day Ray does it on their um, on uh, St. Patrick's cares, Day, everybody go. It, it's all it's gone. It's like quickly gone. Fuck and it, glitter. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Fuck glitter. No, however, no, absolutely not. My beer is not going to look like a stripper exploded in it. Okay. <laughs> if one of your beers has glitter, all your oh, beers have, have glitter. glitter. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the thing is, you might as well throw that keg out at the end because you're never. It's kind of like the idea of oh, so you have one child with glitter in the room. Now you have all glitter everywhere. Yeah, this is true because when I was single, every time I walk out of that strip club, <laughs> glitter I would have vanilla. Glitter. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. I would little, have it like little bit everywhere. Of I'm like, what is all over me? I was like, oh yeah. Her name's Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> There's somebody literally that messaged me when I sent a Christmas card out this year because it had a little tiny bit of glitter on the card. Boy, did they let me know. Thanks for the card, but I don't appreciate the glitter. I'm like, I'm so sorry. So what you're saying is we need to send confetti dicks to them. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Who, who said that, Kelsey? I'm not. Gonna... Oh, we're going to have to talk about that conversation after the podcast. because Confetti I... dicks is the answer. <laughs> you should glitter bomb it yeah, next, yeah. next year. Mark next year. glitter bomb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Glitter bomb them next time. All right. Um, all right, Rusty. What are we drinking on? It's the Wildcat Gold Nail. Hmm. All right, tell us a little bit about the ingredients in this one. So this is a kind of a British golden ale style. Mm -hmm. um, it's got um, Pilsner malt and East Kent Golding's tops. EKG, baby. Yeah, so it's it's a like early to mid 1900s style mm -hmm. from the UK, and it's kind of their answer to the Pilsner beer. Yeah, I was going to say, this is your answer to when this somebody says... This is your English says, Pilsner. This is your, something that tastes like... Yeah, this is your answer to say, light. do you have anything that tastes, um, you know, like a um, light beer, like a um, Coors Light or something? This would be a perfect... Yeah, boom. and I need to correct that. I didn't use Pilsner in this. I used Maris Otter. So I was going to say, totally totally say Maris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Maris brings a real nice kind of biscuity... Biscuity, bready Yeah, that's going to say, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I got the biscuity note in there. And man, this is good. Yeah, this, this is would really be good. It came out bigger than I planned, 6.8%. Real, this yeah. is 6.8? Shit, this doesn't even taste like this tastes like a straight up light beer. I would like Surprise, man. You know what we ought to do in a podcast? Like have this like um we used to have like a blind blind taste test of, of different beers and we try to just try to do the ABV on it. We would all fail, I, I do believe. We'll what? play this game. All right, all right. We'll play this game. This, play I mean, game you regardless wrote. of the yeah, ABV, yeah. I think that this would be a great like introductory beer to someone that's just entering the craft beer. Well, I don't know. It's six point something percent. Are we no, gonna give them drunk? Well, that means that. it's an awesome introductory <laughs> beer. Yeah. They're not gonna remember if they yeah. didn't like it either. They're gonna learn a lesson on yeah. this beer. Yeah, You're right. They're gonna like. I saw God. I feel like man. when people say, "Do you have something that tastes like a Bud Light?" They don't care about the ABV. They just care about the taste of the. But say, yeah, but then they slow down six, six of, of them. them. Yeah, and then you have to deal with spatuling their candy ass yep. off the floor. It's the real reason you got hard floors around here isn't it? So you can get the shovel out when yeah. you need to. Y'all probably don't have Uber around here, do you? Uh, I think at the Apple Festival we had we had one. That, like some guy that you know drives Uber, in Bloomington. You know what Uber is? Uber is Steve getting getting the paddy wagon out and going, all right, boys, we're out. the problem is you probably know everybody around here. All right, I'll drop it off your house. It's yeah. fine. It's we don't have one way. either. Just get like the tractor and put like a little trailer on it. Yeah. I always have the a Uber. My father-in-law probably do that for me. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Hey, rides. 
<laughs> Feed store hayride home. <laughs> the ABV on this one is surprising, though, but it's, yeah. really, it's so good, and it's, like, very easy to drink. It doesn't even, like... There's nothing that hinting me that, that this is a six point something percent ABV. It'll find you. Yeah, I have no, no, no. I know that for a fact. No wonder Rusty's drinking on this old. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is Rusty's got a flask in the back. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Golden nails are one of those up and coming styles. I'm starting to see a lot more breweries. Um, precisely for that reason, it's you know the, the English uh, answer to the Pilsner. Um, this is a good example of style. Uh, I was going to say, I like that it actually has some body left. I usually find out that a lot of places, when they run this style, run it too dry. They they dry it out. They don't have any sort of residual sweetness. Just trying to squeeze every little ba- last bit of alcohol out of it. It's really nice. You know, the Maris is exhibited it pretty nicely. And, you know, there's not, if you're a hop, you know, if you're an anti-hopper, so to speak, you're not going to have any problems with this. It's, you know, it's a great beer. I was going to say, ABV-wise, spot on. Like I said, you know, I know you said it's a little strong. You know, it's a golden strong ale, whatever. Uh, but no, it's, you did, a, you did a really good job with this. This is nice. Like I said, this is this is another one of those styles I think you're going to start, one I've, I've started seeing elsewhere and so um, at some other breweries, and I think you're going to start seeing more and more of these pop out, and you've got a strong contender for a great example of it. So. Appreciate it. Steve, what do you think? You was uh, you're, you're good. I mean, obviously you're, selling it so you're good with the uh, the golden ale yeah i like yeah. it and is it's it... named after my uh neighborhood i live about three miles outside of town there's an old school just two houses down from me it's called wildcat school a creek that runs through there. there's wildcat creek so a lot of our beers we try to use some local local throwbacks to them is this your headliner the one you're going to have all year round or is i don't know rotational? Mm-hmm. yeah um it's I... selling pretty well so we may keep it year round which um do you know which ones are going to be year round uh, just by memory we're definitely going to be doing the ipa and the standard cream ale. Uh, when this was a gas station, it was a standard fuel station. So that mm-hmm. was that was one of the first beers I came up with, standard cream ale. And uh, the IPA, probably the stout. And uh, if I pick, definitely the Pilsner. Nice. Uh, can you get growlers, crowlers? I mean, if somebody wanted to come up here and get the beer? We're selling crowlers to go. We don't have our own growlers, but if anybody brings one in, we'll definitely fill them. Awesome. Heck yeah. Um, do, we, do, we, do we have any other beer? I think we're out. I think we're out. I think we're out of beer. So, okay, my last question. Yep. All right. Do you have any beers that you are wanting to brew this year that you're, like, really looking forward to? Don't have to tell me, like, exactly what it is, but just maybe, like. Tell us your secrets. That's so, what she's saying. So I've got <laughs> like two beers. IPA or. Two beers that I brewed at Homebrew Scale on quarantine uh, through Zoom with a buddy of mine in uh, Superior, Colorado. Uh, one was an amber that I used malted oats in, yes. and it turned out super nice. And then uh, the other is a hoppy wheat beer, and I uh, used a, a lot of citra in that, and it just turned. It was I was I drank it quick this summer. It was <laughs> it was my lawn mowing beer, and and I switched over to uh, Ten Speed from Bloomington Brewing when I ran out of that because that was just what I was in the mood for this summer. Yeah, but I, I'm definitely brewing those. And uh, just trying to widen people's horizons around here. This is, you know, Bud Light, Bush Light country. This is Domestica. We've only <laughs> had anything beyond Sam Adams in our liquor store and grocery stores for like two years here. No kidding. Wow. So, yeah. Almost like a dry county. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's plenty wet. They serve water everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember when we I was. We do get the camo cans of Bush Light, though. Oh, no. man. Uh, that, that limited edition, the Bush Latte. <laughs> it's got so much camo, you can't even find it anywhere. You can't find the alcohol in it. <laughs> I think that's what it meant. Yeah. It's, it, the alcohol's hidden in there. Mm, very nice. Man, I'm, Kelsey, I'm glad you uh, brought me on here. These are some great beers. Um, we're going to have to visit here. Um, we'll, we'll come back for sure. Um, yeah, and just see how you guys grow and see how these alcohol, you know, your uh, your beers are. Yeah, great first first round. This is badass. Yeah, so. next time we'll have to bring uh, some friends from up north and in India with us. Yep. Otherwise, they would never. They'd be like, oh, oh, we already have somebody. At, yeah, yeah. The Speak Podcast was asking about the feast, the feast store. Where's that at? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's secret. You got to go to the middle of nowhere and then and then 20 keep more going. Minutes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to go? Drive to where you've lost your drive to where you lose cell phone signal. Now keep going. Well, I mean, yeah, but look at um, look at like four fifty here. They're in the middle of nowhere, and people like go out there all the time. So yeah, but we were talking about beer, not fruit juice. Oh, holy shit! We're sponsored by four fifty, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, four (laughs) fifty. Just kidding. No, we don't. Damn, Kelsey, I'm gonna have to cut that out now. No, I'm just kidding. We don't cut anything. All right, so I I think that's it. We're over um, uh, an hour and twenty minutes. All right, um, Steve, uh, Rusty, um, if they want to follow you guys, where do they follow you at? On you got the Instagrams, the Facebook, and everything else. Facebook, Instagram, Feed Store Beer. Gotcha. Awesome. Yep, I bet we were already, we already following them. Brandon, what do you think about the beers? I was gonna say they're doing a great job. I was gonna say it's rare, rare I can come into a place on their first rounds and sit there and go, absolutely, there's several beers I'd have a pint here. Oh yeah, you guys are knocking it on the park. You're doing a great job. So heck yeah, loving these like lower ABV, more traditional. I like real beer. You guys are making real beer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The, the traditional down home beers, no um, fake hype shit. It's just like if you really want some beers, come come down here. Definitely make the trip. Not the same that you can get everywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's a great. All right. So after the end of every episode, even though we, you know we raise our glasses and we say, "Cheers, Cheers you little crappy nerds!" <laughs>